Hey, welcome in. Welcome back to the show, everybody. That's not my real voice. <laughs> All right. Today's episode is presented by no one. I don't have any sponsors yet, but we're working. We will get there soon. Today's lineup. All right. On today's show, we are going to be talking some NFC South fantasy preview, some news and notes, and just some things to watch out for in the upcoming fantasy football season. It is almost here. It is yesterday uh, was a Sunday, which means there are six more Sundays until NFL football is officially back. Full slate of games. A uh, lot of exciting things coming for the podcast, for the show, for the NFL. It's almost here. And as much as we hate to kiss summer goodbye, it is time to kiss summer goodbye because football season is where it's at. News and notes from around the league. All right, news and notes from around the league. Alfred Morris re-signed with the Giants. This is big for Saquon Barkley. I think that the Giants are taking, like they said, a wait-and-see approach with his knee. I have dropped Saquon all the way down to nine in my rankings. I don't want to touch Saquon with a top-five pick. Um, I think that if you can get Saquon in the second round, that's kind of the saying right now is second-round Saquon. Uh, I, I won't be drafting him until at least the 13th or 14th pick. This knee information just scares me, and I think that the proof is in the pudding. So uh, Saquon Barkley, I would be very cautious of drafting right now. A report out of Atlanta said that Kyle Pitts could play everywhere. This is the most hype I've ever seen for a rookie tight end in the history of rookie tight ends. Uh, rightfully so. Kyle Pitts is an exceptional player, exceptional talent, but... It's it's getting a little a little much, a little much, a little too rich. His ADP is currently 47th. I will not be taking him there. Someone in your draft will, though. Carson Wentz will try rehab before opting for surgery on that foot. Carson Wentz is out indefinitely. Not good news. Not good news at all. The Colts recently just signed quarterback Brett Hundley. I think, again, that's another one where... The teams are kind of showing their cards a little bit. I think Carson Wentz is going to be out for quite a while. And Nick Chubb, franchise running back of the Cleveland Brown, Browns, signed a three-year extension. Hats off to him, fellow Georgia Bulldog. Love to see it. Keep balling Nick Chubb. think he could be the steal of the draft this year. And if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, he would be a top two or three pick. I firmly believe that. All right, moving on to the NFC South, NFC South Fantasy Preview. Start off with none other than the Super Bowl champion Bucks. I believe that they are second or third in the betting odd favorites to repeat. I don't believe that they will, but they definitely could. I like the Chiefs this year. You know, obviously that's the the easy answer, but um, either the Chiefs or the Rams. I think that those two, even though Cam Akers got hurt, I think that the Rams are still going to be a really good team. Tom Brady, the GOAT, finished as quarterback eight last year, 21.8 points per game. Current ADP is 70. I love that all day. Um, as you guys know, I'm a late round quarterback person, but Tom Brady at 70 overall, that's tough to beat with those weapons. The running back room is a little more indecisive. Rojo and Fournette. Rojo finished as the RB 20, 13 points per game last year. Current ADP is 91 and Fournette 10.2 points per game finished as the RB 35. Current ADP is 80. I think that people remember Fournette's playoff run because he did perform better than Rojo in the playoffs. But honestly, I'm not convicted on either of them. If you are, if you feel a certain way, take one. But I'm going to be loading up on running backs far before 
we get to either of those guys in most of my drafts. So if you feel a certain way about either of them, pull the trigger, but I will not be. So, all right, the receiver room, maybe the most loaded receiver room in the NFL. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. Mike Evans finished as the wide receiver 11 last year. We saw last year that Tom Brady and him in the red zone really had a special connection. 15.5 points per game. Current ADP is 38. I am all over that. Between the two top guys on this team, I think that Mike Evans has more upside. And he he doesn't get hurt as much as Chris Godwin does. Chris Godwin is very injury prone. He had about 17 injuries last year. Not that I don't like Chris Godwin as the player. I think that both will be good. Chris Godwin currently going 44th overall in ADP, 15.9 points per game. Went healthy last year. I had him in a couple leagues. He was very, very good. And Chris Godwin is a good player. I'm not here to say that. But I think that Evans is a little safer because he tends to stay healthy more. And then Rob Gronkowski, one of the 1,500 Late round flyer tight ends finished as the tight end eight nine points per game last year current ADP one twenty two. If you like it, you like it. I like it. I I would be fine with Gronk if I'm not getting an elite tight end. I think that the way that he played in the Super Bowl last year showed us that he definitely still has it. Moving on to the New Orleans Saints, this is the most interesting quarterback controversy that I can remember in recent memory. Something tells me that the Saints, like the Steelers can either be really good or really bad this year. And I think that by week seven or week eight, we're going to have a pretty good idea of which route is true. Now, for fantasy purposes, I think that we all hope that it is Jameis Winston at quarterback. But Taysom Hill can be too. Taysom Hill Taysom Hill has the, the rushing upside. I remember last year in a couple formats, you were able to play him at the tight end spot, which was a little ridiculous, a little overpowered. But um, I think for fantasy purposes, we definitely hope that it's Jameis Winston. Um, and I can see a world where the Saints um, don't do well. They don't start off well. Their first eight games go something like Green Bay, Carolina, New England, New York, Washington, Seattle, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. I can see a world where the Saints are negative in that span. I really can. So... That's not to say not to draft Alvin Kamara, but everyone else, I'm pretty much hands off. Michael Thomas, obviously the injury report came out that he's going to miss at least three or four months. And his current ADP is 43. I expect that to drop dramatically. That was the last time I checked it. I don't expect that to be the case on draft day. Traquan Smith, we have seen or heard about how good Traquan Smith is for years. I've never seen it. Um, If he's going to be the wide receiver one, then... You know, I think that there's a path to a, a small breakout, but you're throwing darts at this point. And then Adam Troutman, tight end next. No, thank you. Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan, finished as a quarterback 12, obviously had that magical year some five years ago. 18.3 points per game, current ADP 126. I love it. I'm a late-round quarterback guy. I think that Matt Ryan could easily be a great uh, late-round quarterback to target. Uh, Mike Davis, Finished as the RB12, a low-end RB1 last year. Filled in really well most games for Christian McCaffrey, but the Panthers really didn't want to give him that workload towards the end. I remember I had him in one of my leagues, and it was really frustrating to watch him because if he didn't get a touchdown, he was really just burying your team with like four or five fantasy points. Current ADP is 51. I I don't believe that there's any other running back in the Falcons running back room that's going to challenge him, but I I don't like the prospect of having Mike Davis as my RB2. I'd rather him a flex. 
I, I think that there's going to be someone in your league that takes him and buys in. I will not be doing that. I, I just I think that Mike Davis has been a career backup for a reason. He's a solid player, you know, good at a lot of things, nothing nothing great at, at one specific thing, but, um, you know, teach their own. The running backs, when it gets to that area, are pretty shaky. Calvin Ridley really burst onto the seam, especially when Julio was hurt last year, finished as the wide receiver five. 18.8 points per game. Current ADP is 20. I love it. You know, I, I don't believe that Calvin Ridley is a complete receiver, but I think that he is very, very good at what he does. Slot, you know, drag routes underneath, really sturdy hands, and really just a good, great player, honestly. Not elite, but a great player. With Julio out of the picture, I think that Calvin Ridley can really burst out of the seam. Wide receiver two over there is Alamedi Zacchaeus. Yes, I'm all over Calvin, Calvin Ridley if you want to take a flyer on Zacchaeus. I don't mind because I think that the Falcons offense is actually going to be really good. You know, we know that that defense last year was not amazing. Um, but if you're throwing darts, Zacchaeus is not the worst guy that you can throw a dart at. And then Kyle Pitts, of course, the most coveted rookie tight end that I can ever remember. Like I said earlier, ADP is currently 47. I will not be doing it, but there will be someone in your home league that will take him in the fourth or fifth round and buy in. He is one of the most talented prospects of all time. I remember watching him at Florida. He would play a team like Alabama with three guys on him, and he would somehow come down with the ball. He is ridiculously talented. I just don't ever really buy in to tight end rookies bursting onto the seam. It's been a while. I think Evan Ingram was the last one that had like a really solid rookie season, but Kyle Pitts can definitely be the exception because he is, they say, the most talented tight end prospect maybe of all time. I mean, there are guys out there giving him that level of praise, and I would agree that he is definitely up there for that. You know, we when was the last time that you saw a tight end go in the top five of an NFL draft? It never, ever happens. <laughs> The, the comparison that he draws is Calvin Johnson in his prime. I mean, my God. If he's Calvin Johnson in his prime, or coming out of college, rather, then getting him in the fifth round is stealing. I don't care if he's a rookie. I I just, I think it's going to be tough, but if you take the flyer on Kyle Pitts, I don't blame you because he is crazy talented. And then the Panthers... Sam Darnold coming off of a horrendous year. A lot of people blame Adam Gase. I don't blame them. I'm a Dolphins fan. I had to suffer with that for a couple years. Finished as a quarterback, 30, 12.9 points per game. I, I don't think that we can really look at too much of Sam Darnold's year last year. I think that he deserves another shot. He is a good late-round target for me because I think that the Panthers' offense is going to be really good. Christian McCaffrey, the 101. Only played in three games last year, but averaged 30 points per game. When he was healthy, he was right. He had it going, as he always does. Um, Yeah, can't go wrong with Christian McCaffrey, man. I, there's nothing else to say. The only thing that would concern me is if the Panthers kind of back off on the workload, which I think is a possibility. Again, I've said if I had the 101, I would go with Dalvin Cook. But you're splitting hairs. You know, you can't go wrong with either of them. And then the two receivers, Robbie Anderson, finished as the wide receiver, 19, 14 points per game last year. Really was a waiver wire ad. In one of my home leagues, I had him and, and my buddy, uh, Brendan Felag. Shout out, Brendan Felag. Scooped him up. Found a nice wide receiver one on waivers. 
Shout out Dave for shortening the bench spots. Love to see it. You have enough bench spots in your league, guys. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Robbie Anderson is a fine option. Him and Matt Rule have a connection ever since their days back at Temple when he coached him. He loves to get Robbie Anderson the ball. And at ADP 81, you cannot go wrong. Early ninth round, that's just how deep wide receiver is this year. It's really ridiculous. Um, I think that the plan in most drafts, most home standard leagues, would be to hoard running backs and just get receivers late because they are everywhere. And then DJ Moore, wide receiver 25 last year, 14.1 points per game. Obviously, we know the talent is there. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, held this team back a little bit because he plays like Alex Smith, very conservative, holds the ball. Um, I think Darnold will let it sling a little more. Again, it's really hard to say what Darnold will be because he was coached by Adam Gase the last two seasons. His rookie year, he looked the best out of his three years, and I think that that is no coincidence. And then the tight end, Ian Thomas, and Dan Arnold, no thank you. Uh, Ian Thomas showed flashes a few years back, but you can do better at tight end unless you're in like a 20-team league or something. All right, and then I just want to talk real quick about the drop-off at running back. I think that there is a clear one. Um, you know, ADP is is getting to be pretty accurate because drafts are coming up in just two or three weeks, but I think that there is a clear drop-off for uh, RB2s that I would feel confident in. And I'm looking at ADP right now. Uh, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs, Miles Gaskin, Mike Davis, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, I think, is the last one that I would feel confident as my RB2 just because of talent. And I think that he gets a lot of touchdowns in the Cleveland offense. After Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Javante Williams, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Melvin Gordon, Leonard Fournette, Michael Carter, David Johnson. That's the drop-off right there is after Kareem Hunt, it gets ugly. I don't want any of those guys as my RB2. I think that the guy with the most upside of the names I just listed is Raheem Mostert. But, again... RB is really, really thin, really thin. And I've only gone three running backs with my first three picks once, and I actually won the league that I did that that year. I think that this is the year to do it. I really do. I really think that this is the year to do it. Wide receiver is deep, deeper than deep. The 38th receiver right now, Tyler Boyd, 39, Will Fuller, 40, Curtis Samuel, 41, LaVisca Chenault, 42, Jarvis Landry, 43, Michael Pittman. Are you angry if you have any of those guys as your wide receiver too? I'm not. I'll take a loaded roster with that as my wide receiver too all day. If I have a good quarterback, a top tight end, my running backs are loaded, and my wide receiver one is something like Cooper Cup, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen. I don't hate that at all. Again, I think that this is the year to load up on running back big time. And that's all she wrote, folks. All right, that is going to do it on the show today. Had a blast, had a fun time. Hope you did too. Thank you guys so much for listening. A couple more divisional previews to get to. Going to have a couple guests on the show this week, and I appreciate you guys. Football is almost here. It's rock and roll, baby. Take care. <laughs>